Zach Slow and his friend Jelly Donut, a rapper in a giant donut costume, embarked on a project to get close to Lady Sovereign. Lady Sovereign. Chart-topping female rapper from the UK. This piece was produced by Nick Vanderkolk for his amazing podcast, Love and Radio. Yo, the first on the battle chat, yeah, run that. The Lady Sovereign story? The Lady Sovereign story. And I was at a show of hers in uh, Southern California. And um, I was watching her perform and I've had what I called this $10,000 idea. Zach was like, I think I have a new crush, you know? And, and, and that's, where, that's where the seed was planted. And he was just like, it would be so fun to go out with her and to see if I could get other people to pay for us to go out together. She was playing in, in San Francisco in a month. So how about I have one month starting today to, to make a website? and to get all this public interest. He, he thought it'd be funny to have a couple videos on there to get it going virally, and Joey Donut had to jump in and say something about it. If you haven't seen what this donut looks like, it's basically, it's a, it's a person inside of this huge circular cushion, and there's a there's a hole for his head. Kick it, Jelly D! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah, it's the Jelly Donut what? Come on, come on. Come on, now in the UK, do you say jelly donut the same? You call cookies biscuits, so what's my name? Use the D to the O to the N U T. But forget the bakery, how about the date with me? The second day, I'm sitting at work, and someone emails me and goes, do you realize you're on the front page of Yahoo right now? That's crazy. Yeah, I have no idea how it got there, but when you're on the front page of Yahoo, millions of people are going to instantly know about your, about your idea. It was on CNN, I was on the BBC, it was on USA Today, it was on MTV, VH1. That was crazy. The next day, her management got in touch with me and said, um, what's your story? They basically said, okay, well, if you can get $10,000 um, by the day of her show, then she'll agree to go out with you if you get a room at a five-star hotel, you rent a private yacht, first class first class tickets and it was all these like really catty requests basically and requests that I don't think they thought were going to be a, were going to be met and then after that I was like let's do this you know you know I got thousands of emails one of them says seriously get a life there are a lot more important things in the world that money should be donated to instead of partnering with a musician you're what's wrong with America. And then there was also people saying everyone's always wanted to go out with one of their, with a celebrity and you're actually trying and I, and I applaud that. Slowly every day, I just got more, more and more money. I ride the bus to work every day in San Francisco, which has this massive homeless population. The day before I'm supposed to go on this date, you know, I have like $9,000 of strangers' money in a bank account. Wow, this is intense, like... Literally, two hours before the show, I was about $500 down. I got a call from this businesswoman in Santa Barbara, and she said, I own a company, 
if you spend an hour with me to help me brainstorm some viral marketing ideas for my company, I'll give you whatever money you're short. And I was like, deal. Went to the show with a couple of my good friends, Jelly Donut and, and a bunch of other people. Her show was really good. And then next thing I know, they're, they're basically like, all right, well, let's go to a tour bus. You know, date starts now. I mean, I think that she was probably way more freaked out than I was. She started the night by offering me a Pabst, which which was hysterical because I just, that's what I normally drink. And I was kind of like, you know, we have 10 grand right now. Why? We're not drinking Pabst tonight. We can drink Pabst any night. You know, tonight, tonight, no more Pabst. It's me, her. It's your lady, Sobrae. Jelly Donut. Yeah, the Jelly Donut one. The good friend of hers and her manager. So we just start partying our faces off in this in this limo. We then um, partied on this like beautiful, huge yacht and rode around the bay for for about four hours. I mean, we legitimately we just got hammered. We kind of like drunkenly commandeered the the boat from the captain. You know, we were actually steering the yacht for a while. And all of a sudden, you know, she kind of had this like teary-eyed moment with me, being like, you know, this is crazy. Like I'm now going underneath the Golden Gate Bridge on a yacht, and never in my life did I think that was going to happen. She grew up in a sketchy part of Britain, pretty broke. You know, as freaked out as she was at first, she was like, never in my life has anyone put so much thought or effort into like one into into anything for me. After that, um, we went back to, we rented this huge suite in like one of the nicest suites in San Francisco and, um, and just partied till basically the morning. So then uh, a few months go by, right? Right. So, you know, we were just kind of glowing for a little while. We were like, that was fun. But all of a sudden I read this random interview from her, basically dissing my good friend, Jelly Donut. It's like in Spin Magazine, she was she was calling us creepy. And then she says that my grandma paid for the date. We had really good intentions going in. It was like, there was nothing sexual about it. There was nothing, you know. It was just like, let's party on a boat. So I emailed her manager and her, and I was I was basically like, I know that you guys had fun. We've, we've all talked about how fun we've had, and like you have a lot of power to be able to bash me in the media. And like, you know, obviously I have zero power. You know, don't bash me in the media. And she wrote back to me, she goes, oh, you need to learn to take a joke. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll learn to take a joke. I keep reading in the media her dissing Andrew, the rapping donut. And, you know, she basically called him a crappy MC and he can't freestyle. She basically just dissed him. And at that point, I was like, okay, if I need to learn to take a joke, then then you can learn to take a joke too. She was coming back to San Francisco in like three months. Andrew and I sat down and I, and I basically was like, you know, what if... You should go to that show as the donut. So we snuck in Jelly Donut to her own show. Sneaking in Jelly Donut is like sneaking in a couch. We put a bunch of posters on the donut. So I like waltzed in the door of this big club with the donut. And once they realized there were no guns in it. We handed out like these little flyers of donuts. We started our chant right on time and it went through her entire fifth song. The crowd starts yelling, you know, to battle Jelly Donut. Just repeating like, battle Jelly Donut. Just over and over. By the end of the set, you can't even hear her anymore. We had people lift him up into the crowd, and the spotlight lit him up. She freaked out. And that's when she threw the drink on me, and she spit on me. She threw down the mic at the end of the song, 
and tried to charge him, and like security kind of held her back a little bit. <laughs> and then they threw me out. It was great. <laughs> Lady Sovereign IMs me one day and she's just so pissed off. She's like, I can't believe you came to my show and did that. And I go, oh, Lady Sovereign, I think you need to learn to take a joke. And, and in all honesty, right then, I think that's when she was like, oh, I see what's going on here. And, you know, we've IMed a couple of times since and just kind of like checked in and said what's up. But it's just kind of like, it's just kind of whatever. Yeah, I mean, the beef is over. Yeah. Here we go, we grabbing a mic just to let you know Jelly Dough can flow. Sounds a little weak, but I won't stop. How many NPR listeners listen to hip-hop? Uh, I give it out to the SOV. Got a little question, you still mad at me? I know we got off on the wrong foot when you came to visit. Now I want to take the foot and kick you with it. Just kidding, if you come to the bay, you can stay with me. I got a futon that's four foot three, so it should be just about your size. Um, and guess what else? You should realize that if you want to bring the beef with the grudge you're carrying, I'll bring the beef back even though I'm vegetarian. What? You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.